back into the sporting lines. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we have your great yourselves, me, myself, and I. Thank you so much for joining us. Three-time champion, as you see by the name. We've got T. Shut Rizzle, up. Austin, and then a regular now, Derpination over here. Uh, love uh, love like his it. little sign in the background. Give him some love on some Twitch. Uh, he's currently streaming episodes, <laughs> so if you want to see live and the bloopers and stuff that we might not put in, Watch it live, right on Derp Nation. If you want to, you can you can share your stream website right to our group and Facebook and everything too. Yeah, real okay. quick. Let's yeah, give, let's give you a little love. Go for it. So, today we're breaking down the NFC North because we've been breaking down each divisions. Uh, on the East, I think our AFC. I think everyone was kind of in agreement. AFC, for the, most part. the Kansas City Chiefs are the Super Bowl favorites on that side. Anyone disagree? Real mm -hmm. quick. No. Okay, just, uh, I mean, their history the speaks for it, Andrew Reid speaks for it. So, NFC North, this is how they ended last year. Vikings, 13-4, and four. Detroit, 9-8, and eight. Packers, 8-9, and nine. Chicago, 3-14. and 14. This is going to be a very interesting uh, division. Today alone, Dalvin Cook, not on the Vikings. Um, I like it. So, that changes a lot, because I, I wanted to make sure that they decided what to do with him before we got into this, because it changes mm -hmm. the whole landscape. Like, for me, it Vikings does. were favorite to win, and then they cut Dalvin. Now I don't have them favorite to win the division anymore. No. Um, one big thing is they lost a huge running game. Alex Madison is not that good. Five years to impress, and he's impressed only a handful of times. He's like That's 24. A... Okay, he was so 24. He's still been in the league for five years, and what? his yards per carry every single season has gotten lower. And he, he's just not as good. As yeah, he's coming anyway. into his fifth season. No, no, no. He's coming into his sixth. 2022 no. was his fifth. He played in 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. You're right. I'm bad at math. He's going into his fifth season. I'm bad at math. Don't. No yeah. worries. He's going into his fifth mm -hmm. season. But the four previous years, consistently downhill. Now he's averaging... 3.8 yards per carry. They didn't even trust him. They didn't even give him 100 carries, whereas at least the other three years, they got him close or above it. D Dalvin Cook missed more time those two seasons, so as well. That's why. That's part of the reason. When Dalvin okay, was healthy, he, he, he got 74% of the snaps while he was there. He got Dalvin 100 did. carries his rookie year, though. Yeah, 100 carries his rookie and year. And he started he zero games. 13 games. So that's still under 10 carries per game. 13 games, 96, still under 10 per game. 134 what? in 16 games, still under 10 a game. 17 Do you expect a guy to get a ton of carries during that four-year stretch when every single one of those four years, regardless of the amount of time Cook missed, went for over at least 1,000 yards? Yeah. If you have a running back on your team, good, all four yes. of those, if, if you have a running back on your team that got all four years over 1,000 yards, like, <clears throat> you're going to... You know, you're not you're going to be capped on what you can do because that dude's especially with mm -hmm. Dalvin Cook got 74 percent of all the running back touches that entire stretch. Okay, so like, you you ready? Let's be straight about something though. I don't I don't think I don't think that they're going to be in any plus position at all with the like role that Madison's going to be playing now. It's going to be like a negative. I don't think there's an if say but about it. You know, Madison oh. like a lot of his flash plays. Were like after the defense was worn down and just like completely destroyed, you know. He he did um, only have one touch or one run last season that went for 15 yards or more. So, right. Yeah. But so, um, I so, don't. I mean, for, for, for real life, I don't like it. I think it hurts the Vikings. But if we're talking fantasy football, with me I having mean, fantasy Cook, wise, me having Madison and Cook, I like it because Cook could if Cook signs in Miami and 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 uh, Minnesota sticks to their word of he's a three down guy then i inherit another starting running back for nothing and i don't i i don't think he's gonna be like he's definitely gonna be top 24 in fantasy i've seen some posts where people are going nuts saying he's gonna be top five and i'm like that's stupid i think he's solid top 15 with potential for a top 10 at like at that 10 mark ceiling that's his ceiling because uh, I, I mean, because in, in they this... run it, they run enough, and if he's going to be a three-down back, like they said, he's going to get the opportunity to. But I think ten is his ceiling simply because he's not the same talent as Cook. Whereas Cook, his ceiling's top is top five with that offense. And in, in the games he started, though, I mean, he averaged twenty touches and twenty fantasy points a game. So for fantasy, decent. I, I think for fantasy, for fantasy. I like it. 
Yeah, but I do think it hurts them for touches. Yeah, real for life. their division. He's going to get the work, life, though. He's going to get the work. It hurts them. It hurts so hard. He's going, I, I thought he's there was going to get be, the work. Like me being the Lions, like the diehard Lions fan I am, I thought there there was going to be a legit battle in the NFC North this year. For I still was going to pick the Lions to win over the Vikings, but I think my Lions have an upper hand now. See, four and a half. 5.6, We split with Minnesota last season. We we lost two games in the division last season. One to Not Minnesota terrible. that we honestly should have won, but the refs gave them the game. It was a horrible call. And Shut two, up. we lost Shut the game to, one Shut of the games up. to Green Bay. I'm pretty sure. You, you want to uh, know what I'm gonna tell you? I, but I think we be careful sweep. for their backup. Sorry, Alex Madison's new backup. Oh no, the, the McBride. I like McBride. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's good. Surprised. So let's get into draft analysis, shall we? Yeah. I, uh, real I'm, quick, who do you guys think is going to? Who do you think is going to be the biggest impact? Biggest impact player in the uh, division or for the, the rookie for the Vikings? Addison Ooh. easily. Addison, yeah, no, no doubt. So I'll talk about their draft picks. Yeah, yeah Addison. Yeah, He's Addison, a Addison. Not Madison. Oh, Addison. Addison. Jordan Addison. 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 Receiver. No, Jordan you know Addison. Who I think is going to be their number one. Uh, you think Micaiah you think Blackman. I was just gonna say Hey, Blackman. that's who I was gonna say. He's nice. He's a good pick. Kai Blackman. Is, especially but in he's, the third. But he's but he's replacing he's do you think he's gonna walk in this season and be the same presence that Patrick Peterson was? No, you no. can't compete with that, exactly. unfortunately. Not many players. He, he, I, I think he's gonna be a, a good player, but I think that <laughs> like they take a step back there this year because of that. Yeah. I think so. I think Jay Ward was a good pickup, but like the rest of their draft, I wasn't impressed with. Jordan yeah. Addison, like I feel like they had like better that. options at that first round pick, but he is a very good specimen. You know, giving Justin Jefferson a good running mate, like that has That's good potential. Important. Kirk Cousins, you know, like Minnesota's high on him. He's statistically been playing great. It's just when you watch him, it doesn't feel as good. Um, yeah, it feels like there's time. a lot more mistakes. Um, so like he he's a weird quarterback that fails the eye test but passes the stat test. Um, mm-hmm. With that being said, you know you talk about what their free agency acquisitions are. Does anyone else have anything else they want to say about their draft? I I like the Addison pick. It was I underwhelming. Do think, I do think I was gonna say <laughs> mm-hmm. Addison, McBride, and Blackman. I think were the only good picks, but I think they got Honestly, Addison a little early. The... But I think. I think Addison's gonna have a decent season just because, like you know, Thielen's averaged like a hundred and you know ten targets per season in that offense, and he's taken over that role. So I mean, there's targets for him to feast. But I don't know about if he's taken over that role. I th- I think I mean I think most of those targets are gonna go to Hawkinson personally. But oh, um, yeah, me too. Time. But I think I think the thing, the thing that Addison doesn't have is now like Justin Jefferson's six foot one. He's a great athlete. Mm-hmm. Thielen was huge. He's a six foot four guy, six foot five guy. Addison's five eleven. Yeah. He's a similar player and role, like similar wide receiver to Jefferson. They don't have the big giant threat outside anymore. So that means it's going to hurt them. Or TJ Hawkinson's going to get one hundred and sixty targets this year. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> I think for the Vikings having a full opportunity to clinch the division again and make a a, a run. They let it slip. They let Dalvin Co. Dalvin Cook go. They let Alex Madison mm-hmm. be their starter. They had a piss poor draft. They had a piss poor free agency in comparative to the rest of the division. So I think the Vikings went from number one to possibly number four yeah. because they didn't I, capitalize on any I, I, particular thing. I, th- I think they're going to go three just because I do think they're better. I think than the Packers are going to go four. <sighs> right. I said possibly. So I. So I would say I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, would say, I would say Green Bay and Chicago are toss-ups. Like Green Bay can overachieve. Their defense is still decent, and I like their running game. But Green Bay can overachieve, and I wouldn't be surprised. And then Chicago, on paper, their defense is really good right now. I do like their defense. They probably have the best defense in the division. And I will say that. You know what Chicago did, and then in free get, agency, right? Like, yes. I, no, that's what I mean. They got Trey Edmonds, and they got um, what's his the other uh, linebacker. He, so, I like their defense. Their defense is great. Hicks. But it's but if it T.J. Edwards, T.J. Eagles. Yeah. I want to. I want to. If, if Justin Fields doesn't show that he can pass in the NFL, then 
it's gonna just be like the previous five years they had top ten defenses with Mitchell Trubisky and it went nowhere. All right, Shane, you want to circle back like. to what? I mean, they also the Vikings. grabbed Vikings free agency. Jeez. Okay, okay. So like I mean, Vikings. No, uh, I was gonna say I like what list Chicago them did off. on paper, but I just no, don't. The, I mean, no, on paper the Vikings didn't do anything. They grabbed Josh Oliver from the Ravens. I was talking about Chicago. Dean, oh, okay, and then Dean Lowry, no. a defensive end, Marcus Davenport. Brian Murphy, that's one that I'm okay with from the Saints, the corner. Yeah. yeah. They re-signed Alex Madison Cardinals. and Garnet, uh, Gar- yeah, Murphy was Garrett Bradbury, and then mm-hmm. lost Thielen, Irv Smith Jr., Dalvin Tomlinson, Tomlinson, Eric Kendricks, Patrick Peterson. So I feel like they lost way more than and they brought Dalvin in. Cook. Yeah, and like, now Dalvin you know, Cook. And now Dalvin Cook. You're losing Adam Thielen, which mm-hmm. is like – He's a number one receiver on a lot of teams, actually. But you just have Justin Jefferson. So, like, you know, that goes Uh back to, like, you could have spent that Mm -hmm. first-round pick on something that was much more pressing, something that you lost, like, maybe with, you know, Eric Kendricks, maybe with Pat Pete, you know, maybe Dalvin Tomlinson. Maybe, you know, like, you could address the pick at some other point and sign Adam Thielen to a pretty good deal. It wasn't like he signed Mm -hmm. a massive contract with the Panthers, right? Yeah, like, like, yeah, like, like, let's let's see who was available. I feel like Maryland's first round pick. I mean, not Maryland's. The Vikings' first round pick instead of Addison could have been Deontay Banks from Maryland. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's see who's all like. Let's. I was gonna say Deontay Banks was still there. Miles Murphy from Clemson was still there. Nolan Smith from Georgia was still there. You know, Felix Mm -hmm. Anaduki Uzuma was still there. (laughs) There is. But at the there's same lot, time, I, kinda, I understand why they took you with here. Because, I mean, would you want your number two being KJ Osborne? No, I but you could have just circumvented the whole issue by keeping Adam Thielen. True. Yeah, like, but the him leaving was, I mean, it's the same reason why Dalvin's leaving create money. Yeah. But, you know, mm-hmm. I. with that being said, like, I, I think that they're at, like, Number four in the division. That's why I wanted to circle back. Losing Eric Kendricks, like the impact Kendricks has, is just massive on any defense. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to be 100%. like, he's borderline Pro Bowl every year if he's not. I, for me, I just Losing have more Patrick faith in Peterson. Kirk Cousins. I just have more faith in Kirk Cousins than Jordan Bowles. <laughs> That's why I'm saying Vikings at three. AJ Osborne has actually quietly been decent when given the opportunity. He just hasn't had the op- he hasn't had many games to get a ton of the target mm-hmm. shares yet. Well, but he, he's going to have his opportunity to earn that number two role now. I would say for, for his career, like his rookie year, he got 90 targets, but 60 catches for mm-hmm. 650 yards and five touchdowns. So he's getting 100 yards per 10 receptions for that season. For his career, he is because 50 receptions last season for 655. So he had 10 less receptions and five more yards, two more touchdowns. Like he's... If, if he gets three, four more yards a game, three. he's going to be flirting with 100 yards a game. And they only had six picks in this draft, too. So I think Osborne's actually quietly someone to pay attention to, to be honest. Yeah, oh, I, I sure. would say that Osborne's a good I, – I, I like, he was they, a good they, running mate. Like it's The Vikings have some good sleepers on offense to replace the talent that they lost, but they just decimated their defense and they didn't do anything about it. That's where it's going to really hurt them. Think about this, though. The Vikings mm-hmm. had 11 wins last year that were within eight points. Mm-hmm. So Thanks. one score games, that and 11 it, it, games that they won. And it's – yeah, I was going to say, it's only natural to expect, like, two or three of those games to go the other way next season. That's a huge drop-off. And and one of and, them was the biggest comeback in NFL history. Yeah. Like, yeah. here's the thing. Like, when you have – that many losses on defense, like you're losing like your two defensive captains, plus you're losing Dalvin Cook, who's like your heartbeat mm-hmm. of your offense. Like it does feel like the Vikings are in a piss poor position, especially because last season, how many games they won. Let's say that they went 50 50 on all those games, which it was 13 that they were within eight points of. Then the Lions won the division. Yeah, then the Lions won the division. They won only seven of those games. They end up being what? X12. Yeah, they were yeah they were thirteen and or four. X10, so, so if nine, they so they were thirteen eight, and four. 10, if 17. they won eleven, so say they win five. Let's say they win six of those eleven to go above fifty percent. So you said you can't split it evenly, and they, that's five less wins. That's eight and nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. 
I think that's why I said they were the most overrated 13 and 4 team in the history of the NFL. And that's why they got bounced by the Giants, who won two games, including postseason, post week. Yeah. Uh, so. I, I don't think it, I don't think anyone was. I think everyone was kind of in agreement that the the Vikings were one of the most overrated teams in the NFL. That's why even before Dalvin Cook, I don't, I don't going, think anyone would disagree. I thought with the that. Lions were going to win the division. Just because of the way we handled the division last year, and I think that we got better than all the other. I think we got better than Minnesota. I think we got better than Green Bay. Mm. I think Chicago had an equally slash possibly even better offseason than we did, though. But I, I think the but, Chicago did. But we were six wins better than them last season. Did they cover the gap six wins, even though we still got better? That's where no, I know. Yeah, I, that's honestly. Where I don't know, dude. You yeah. think you just, look at I, their... Justin Fields is going to have to take a step forward. Lions were a no, top three offense last year. <laughs> I Here's think the thing. Vikings were I a mean, top ten offense. Him that defense protection, is gonna, I mean, defensive they, help. They did a lot. Here's oh, the I thing, did. though, with the with Fixed the Bears the comparatively, the Bears are on the opposite side of where the Vikings are, and that's why I'm so hot on them. Like, oh yeah, I love. The they're Bears. they're the exact opposite of how I feel about the Vikings because the Vikings. You know, they had a lot of close games that they won last year compared to the Bears, who had a lot of close games that they lost. They had a horrendous offseason, lost a lot of keystone pieces, Mm -hmm. and didn't pick up enough to really compensate for it. The draft was mediocre at best, if we want to say mediocre. And you look at the Bears draft, and you're like, Darnell Wright in the first round, and you got Tevin Jenkins, who two years ago, Travis, if you remember, you were at my house, and I was like, Yep. We were watching the draft, and I was high on him. He went in the second round. I was like, Tevin Jenkins is going to be the best tackle out of this draft. He's starting to form into that. He's got that mean streak, and Darnell Wright is a similar player. So you literally have two mean mouth mashers that are agile and able to pop out to the outside, which is amazing, especially when you got a quarterback like Justin Fields. So, like, the Bears got significantly better, had a lot of those close games. That's why I'm thinking that they, like, Coming second in the division. Yeah, I think, I think the Bears finished second in the division. I think they win ten games. <laughs> so but. for the Bears last year, seven games for eight points or less. They lost. Yeah. So and they they up, I think his internet having issues. Ben yeah. paused. Yeah. How'd you do that? Um, carefully, <laughs> but anyways, he, no, he did indeed. They're the exact opposite. I'm looking at the Vikings schedule. I see without even actually breaking it down, I see five guaranteed losses Philly in week two, Kansas City week five, San Fran week seven, Denver week 11, Cincinnati week 15. You think they lose to Denver? Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah, and then they still play. Tampa week one, which I think they win that. I think they lose week three to the Chargers. They win week four yep. against Carolina. Week you five so? loss. Yeah. Nah, I nah, nah. The script writers are gonna make it so the Panthers win that one, bro. You <laughs> kidding me? Script writers. I think they can. Week six is gonna determine both Chicago, like right there against Chicago. That's gonna determine where the Vikings finish mm-hmm. in the division. Then they're gonna lose to San Fran. Then. And then I think they're going to beat Green Bay, beat Atlanta, lose to New Orleans, lose to Denver. They'll split Chicago. I think they'll beat Vegas, lose to Cincy, lose to the Lions, split with Green Bay. I think they're going to get swept by the Lions. So I see one, two, three, four, five. Six wins maybe for the Vikings, honestly. Bro, imagine if the with Lions the, the went out and picked to like up Dalvin Cook, though. Six? I know that they six, don't need six him. Six to eight for the Vikings. I think the Vikings get hurt. Like, I can't say was, I disagree. And that was including splitting with the entire division besides the Lions. Mm-hmm. There's, like, imagine if the Bears or the Lions went out and got Dalvin Cook, bro. Like, I know the Lions don't really need him, but, like... He's going to go to Miami. I think, he's, I think he's better than David Montgomery. Um... But imagine if the Bears got him too. Like, imagine having Dalvin Cook in the same backfield on like three downs with Justin Fields. You know, Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook, one of his specialties is catching out of the backfield. Like, he's a stud. He's everybody remembers he's a power rusher and that he's able to split his zone mm-hmm. really well. But he's able to get out of the backfield. He has good route running ability. He's a very good running back that like can be three downs De- and Deontay can sustain. Foreman. 
you could sustain his career longer, especially in an offense like the Bears, because you're sitting there and you're like, hey, we're running options. Hey, we're running, like, swing left, mm-hmm. swing right. You know, like, you're our last option on the passing route. You're not getting tackled every play. You know, worst case scenario is we have you holding back on blocks a lot of the time because we're trusting on Justin Field to use his legs. So you're running on maybe one down, maybe two downs if it's a third and one situation. Right. So, like, so I think that could get think match they're... made in heaven. Who do you think is going to be their biggest impact that they drafted? Like the biggest, the rookie that's going to have the biggest impact for them. Like, are we talking about value when you say impact? Or are we talking about like real life or fantasy? Real life. No, real life. So are are you talking about like value impact? Like, oh, the second round. Although like I, Darnell, right? I think it's going to overall value, like just straight stat sheet or comparatively to where they're taking draft bars. So basically... Who you think is going to be the the best rookie for the team? Just just overall, just overall, straight up. I think it's Darnell, probably going to be Darnell, Darnell Wright. Wright. Darnell so, Wright's a stud. He's, I he's, he's almost he's identical fit. to. The thing is with Darnell Wright I, is like I Tevin Jenkins wanted, wanted the Lions to take him. Feels still sitting there at twelve. <laughs> yeah. The thing is with Darnell Wright, you look at Tevin Jenkins and. Like, his biggest issue coming out of college that he's been ironing out and he's getting to that Pro Bowl caliber tackle Mm -hmm. was his handwork. Darnell Wright plays such a similar way, and he's able to play on the right and the left. And I believe Jenkins is able to as well. Yeah, and then with him, he's going to fit well in their wide zone. And then they also drafted Braxton Jones last year, who was amazing on the left side. So put him on the right side. It's going to be a great combo right there for you. Yep. So I'm gonna say Darnell. I, I think I think Darnell is gonna have a killer season for them. Yeah, you know, like I like I the pick too. of Zach Pickens in the third. Like I feel mm-hmm. like he slid a bit. Like he was. Let's see. Four point eight nine forty. Uh, oh, weighing in at two hundred ninety one pounds, six foot four. Ooh. You know, like that's a big boy. Yeah. Um, Welcome back, but a champ. hustle. And he's gone. He's, he scored ninth in, in athleticism <laughs> score and all defensive tackles. You know, the Bears do run a three-four. Oh, getting up he's moving from South Carolina. Yeah, yeah getting a good, a nice nasty n- nose tackle right there. Like, also drafted Roshan Johnson. I was gonna say, fourth. I think Roshan Johnson has a chance. I mean, I, this is a big opinion. Like, I follow so many fantasy groups, and in the fantasy world, it's a huge opinion. Like, don't Rosh you dare say he's better than Bijan. I will no, smack no, the no, turkey legs that, off that, like, you. Roshan Johnson has a real easy opportunity to steal the lead role in that backfield oh yeah it's Devonte foreman's yeah. only ahead of him that's it so like i mean they still got herbert but he's just coming off a major injury right but i would say yeah, be, he's he's not gonna be relevant be aware of two rookie running backs in this division mcbride <laughs> and Johnson, Johnson, right mcbride so, from minnesota oh it's mcbride Dwayne mcbride from minnesota mm-hmm. and then johnson from the Bears. I think both are great. I've had Dalvin and Cook get, in the handcuffs for three years gifts. in fantasy. You think I'm not paying attention yeah. to who's going to be Madison's handcuff now? Like, are we forgetting about him? <laughs> yeah, so three three rookie running backs, I would say, watch out for this in this division. McBride, Johnson, Gibbs. This division's going to have brand I'm new old running I'm back gonna, talent. I got a hot take real quick. All right, so what do you think? is the best running back? Hot take? I'm going to say he's the best running back, but I think he's going to have the better season between him and Bijan. I don't think that's a hot take. I don't think. I don't think that's a hot take. I think I'm taking Bijan. Not a hot take, but I like Pure yardage, not like total total scrimmage scrimmage yards. Yeah, not not. Just have you been paying attention to the Lions camp? I do pay attention to the Lions camp. Yeah, they're they're putting their camps all talk. Dude, no, he's gonna be huge in the offense. Like, okay, the thing is, with they already list him as the starter too. Here's, by the way, here's the big thing. Like, you got to remember, like the Lions have a top three offensive line in the league. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. we're talking about dream scenario for Jameer Gibbs. Even, like, even before Jamison Williams got suspended, they were already swinging him out in wide receiver formats all the time. Like, not even, yeah, yeah. not even in the well, backfield, just throwing him out at wide receiver because he's got great hands. I, I think his hands are better than. I don't know. We'll see how it is when it comes to regular season because. I think Bijan is going to have a bigger effect for his team because he's going to be getting carries. I think Gibbs is going to be a more I think he's gonna be better fancy. But I don't think he'll be better like if you're watching Jameer Gibbs, I think he'll have explosive plays 
But, like, Bijan Robinson is just going to just grind down defenses. And that's what you want when you're running that Smash Mouth team. You know, you got Marcus Mariota at quarterback. Like, your only mm-hmm. hope of winning games is grinding down defenses with no, Bijan. they got Ritter. Desmond Ritter. Yeah, Desmond it's Desmond. Or Desmond it's, it's, it's Marcus Mariota 2.0. Let's not <laughs> yeah. kid ourselves. It's Desmond Ritter. Marcus Man, I got Mariota. a second-round pick for that. Yeah. Stupid. Speaking of second round picks, like let's not forget that the Bears also did acquire Chase Claypool for the Steelers. They lost uh, the thirty second pick in the draft. Unfortunately, I think I'd the Steelers. I'd love to see Claypool turn it around them. and like do something sort of like his uh, his rookie year. Yeah, like it. he's talented. Like there's no doubt about it. It's just and then, <laughs> and then someone called him Mapletron, and then he just like went to his head and just fell off. <laughs> Hey, bro, it's funny yeah. that the week I put him as Mapletron in our league, it was like week three or four of his rookie campaign. He started slowly declining. I was like, oh, he'll pick it up. He'll pick... He never picked it up, bro. I was so sad. I remember nah. I was sitting at my girlfriend's house, and I was doing my fancy picks, and I was like, man, I might have to bench Mapletron. And she's like, just call him Chase Claypool. <laughs> like... Yeah, so let's, so let's look at... Uh... She was right. She was right. <laughs> let's look at Chicago's <laughs> draft real quick. So Chicago, wait, did you say you want to list their off schedule. their draft? Their schedule. schedule. Yeah, their schedule. See, that's the interesting part is their schedule for this upcoming year. Because um, they have a pretty tough one, honestly. Green Bay at home, then yeah, at we, Tampa, you, you, at you were Kansas. gone when, we did, when I said Minnesota. Me and Austin both agree we see like six to eight wins max. Yeah, at max. At max I think same. the Bears take bucks. You think, well, yeah, see, that one I wouldn't I, be like the Bears, I see one – they, they only have one game, two games where I think they don't have a chance. Well, no, because I think they lose to Detroit in both. I think they lose both games uh, to Detroit. I don't think I so. I think they split with Detroit. I think they well, split. I, other than that, I think Kansas City is the only guaranteed loss on their schedule. I can't I would say Denver, the chart. it's fine. I can't. And Denver. I didn't see Denver, yeah. But, but uh, I, I, I want to say the Chargers, but you never know what. Chargers Herbert team shows up. Come up. I have four losses. So that Name means That's it. 13 and 4. So uh, my four losses, uh, Kansas City, Denver, Chargers, and then Cleveland. You think they sweep oh. Detroit? I said I see four guaranteed. They might split, oh, okay. so that would be five. And they might split with um, Green Bay. Green Bay, so that's six. So that's I'm what I'm saying. Like they'll six. either be eleven and six or thirteen and three. Or, 13, so that's yeah, yeah. my window for them. I, I have think, them over I ten minutes. Period. I think they have two trap games right before their first game with Detroit, New Orleans, and Carolina. Especially since Carolina's <laughs> I think, prime I don't, time. I don't Carolina think Carolina is going to lose that game, man. I I think you know like that's going to be. A I mean, it's the Bears at home. Their defense is so underrated. So like, if the presence yeah. of Thielen. Miles Sanders and Bryce Young is better than Sam Darnold, which wasn't going to be hard. Like, they're only going to be slightly better. Well, then you still have to beat Justin Fields. Well, I'll say Johnson because I don't think Foreman's going to hold on to the job that long. DJ Moore, Darnell Mm -hmm. Mooney, Chase Claypool. And remember, Mooney was viewed as a number one. Arson, how do you get DJ Moore for fantasy? Oh, I love yeah, it. I, I think, but then again, he's I, a thousand yards, four touchdowns. That's the receiver I think, he is. I think it moves o- over. From, over. I, hold on. Over under two twenty five fantasy. Over no points. Over. Yeah. Over. Smack okay. that. By over. how much? I think. He, I think he's in the two fifty, two seventy range. I was gonna say two fifty, two fifty five. I don't know about two seventy, just because I think Fields is gonna steal some mm-hmm. red zone touches from people, but okay. Or turn. But I was thinking more of the bonuses, the you know, the the five mm-hmm. and ten point bonuses that we have on our things. And I think their defense is great, and they only got better with have, adding Tremaine Edmonds. I will say uh, that they have they have the best defense in the division. The Lions have the best offense. Yeah, I mean, and they grabbed offensive linemen, um, Nate Davis, plus right from the draft, uh, Mark um, Demarcus Walker. For defense, Andrew Billings for defense, Tremaine Edmonds, TJ Edwards. Like, they beefed up both sides heavily. They, besides the Lions, I think the Lions and the Bears had probably the most impactful free agency and draft. That I, get, I don't know if that's a hot take, but in my opinion, 
the teams that help themselves the most, Bears and Lions. Same division, it yeah. just sucks that they're in the same division. Like if we put one of these people in <laughs> another division, I'd say, oh, hands down, they're gonna run that shit. Like let's let's put the Bears in the NFC South. Oh, they they sweep that shit. They anyone, sweep it. Anyone in the NFC South would sweep that. NFC South's probably the weakest division in football currently. Okay, <laughs> NFC West. <laughs> I would say they still come out as the number two seed behind San Francisco San 49ers. Like, I think they have a chance to beat San Fran depending on who's fucking playing quarterback majority of the season. I, exactly. See what I'm saying? Like, True. They did so much. Because I'd say the Bears' defense is okay. now on, pa- on paper close to San Fran. Now, now would we, better playmakers. On paper, it's elite. It's, yes. I would say, obviously, on How offense, work, I'm, still, I'm still taking San Fran's offense everywhere besides QB right CMC, now. CMC. But the uh, QB has the biggest impact okay. on our offense, so, undoubtedly. Does anyone think the Bears line. have less than 10 wins this season? Like, does anyone no. think? No, I see. Austin? I see. T- I see. 10 see wins, more or less. I see for one, the Bears. one two. Oh, for me, I, I, yeah. see, um, I see him 12 and 5. Okay. Okay. So we're all high that's on my, it. That's my prediction. They, for me, they, I, I'm going to say they take the division over the Lions. Lions get unfortunate. Um, they do Lions things and they go number two. They still make the playoffs, mm-hmm. but they go number two. Same. Especially I, I with the Jamison Williams already suspended, that's a whole electric player we don't get to see. I, I think for the Lions games. and the Bears split. I think the Lions and the Bears split. Mm-hmm. And I think the Bears sweep the Packers. I see ten and right. seven or twelve and five. I'm undecided on the Saints and uh, Chargers game. So I, think I just think the Lions have the tougher. Yeah. I just think the Lions have the tougher schedule. Uh, schedule. Mm-hmm. Hence why I'm going to give them the downgrade because they got Kansas City to start it. They got Seattle. Seattle, I think, right had equally as good of an offseason as Detroit yeah. and so the Bears. They also had, and then they got Baltimore later. They got Carolina later. They got the Chargers later. I think uh, we're going to be Cowboys. ready for Carolina. We have Carolina Cowboys. this year, and that's the game that we fucked up and uh, mm-hmm. cost us the playoffs last year. Dan Campbell's going to have us ready. I think we're going to beat the fucking brakes off Carolina. Yeah, I think. Maybe. I think. But Lions. you just said well, like, it's not hard is, to be better at... than Sam Darnold. You know, because I know Bryce it's not. Young, I was gonna say Carolina's going to be a little bit better, but I think there's there's I an added like, motivation factor the Lions have in that game that the Bears aren't going to have, and the fact that the last game what the Lions played was you know in Carolina for that game, it's mm-hmm. at home this year. Dan, like just the kind of attitude and presence and aura that this team has, like they're going to be ready to smack Carolina in the mouth. It cost them that game, cost them the playoffs last year. It's the only game we lost in the back half besides Seattle. Okay. So, if we if we take care of business in Carolina like we should have last, like the teams that we were beating that that run mm-hmm. and then to lose to Carolina, that that literally cost us the playoffs. We're gonna we're gonna have, we're gonna be motivated. I said we're gonna beat them by twenty. Like, I think I think the Lions have twelve wins this year. I do too. Okay. That's about where. So I'm real quick. All right. So do you think Jameer Gibbs is gonna be the biggest fantasy asset? Yes. 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 For the Lions or like rookie wise? For the Lions. Yeah. For for for, for the Lions. No doubt. Off, for offense. No. Yes. No. But but well, deep that's fantasy. For for fantasy. Oh, like for fantasy. Rookie. Like yeah, rookie, no. yes. But for offense, I've never rookie, said, yes. I, I just said offense. For for oh, offense, it doesn't have offense? to be. No, just it's Amon Ross still. Yeah, it's okay. that's why I was no. sitting here with Travis when you kept saying Jameer. I'm like, no. It's no, 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 it's, it's, it's still on I thought you were saying just rookie in general. For I wouldn't rookie. be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he was but, the highest impact offensive player for the Lions. Disincluding really? Jared Goff, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Jared You know what? Well, like, I'm going with Hendon Hooker. Golf gets hurt week one. Hendon Hooker to the moon, baby. Hendon Hooker, because I know Hooker's I mean, gonna be ready was... by week one. <laughs> not not because I, of like I, his development, but because of his injury. I, I did the love Hendon Hooker with Jameer Gibbs. The reason that I'm saying that is like, I think he's gonna catch a lot of the backfield. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, okay, look at what the Lions are trying to do. You know, they're so, not trying. So you think like, like in the 50, 60 catch range? I think. Yeah, fifty yeah. catches, maybe a hundred carries, hundred fifty carries. Ben, I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna tell you something. That, that's a pretty sizable workload. Haven't so, been yeah. privy to yet. That might change your opinion on the Lions slightly. Yeah. 
Probably so, not, but give Calvin it to me. Johnson and the Lions have mended no their relationship, right? He's not coming back. No, 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 not that. But he's been at like every single practice. But he's he has came out and publicly said that he's going to do whatever it takes to make this all these Amon Ra and Jamison superstars. Like he's, I like that. Go. If they're going to bring coach, him on as a coaching. wide receiver coach, he's, he's pretty much coaching them without the title right now. Personally. I hope they pay him because they already owed him millions. They made him return millions when he left. So hopefully they he's, pay he's him. He's like he's like tutoring them, and like you, you're getting a top top receiver worst ever. all time, mm-hmm. at absolute worst talent wise. He's top three. I think he's the greatest. Him and Brandy Moss are a toss up for the greatest specimen wide receivers ever seen. But yeah, yeah. Now that I like that in their own little way. But here's the thing. Moss is slightly faster. Yeah. Here's the thing. That that may all be true, but overall for a developed team, they're still the Lions. They're still going to do a Lions thing in the fourth quarter <laughs> of one game and fuck it up and lose the division. That's a Lions. If they and had Jared a record Goff of... It's going to be Jared Goff. Right. If they... Oh, Jared you know, Goff, I would Mr. love to be wrong. Top, I would love... Top 10 QB last year, Jared Goff, who's currently got the longest active streak of no Shut game, up, or Lions g- fan. Saints games in a row without uh, consecutive games without interception, currently active like, right now. Here's the He's thing with Jared Gibbs. Like, let me circle back to this. Jared Goff as well. Like, you're looking like if 200 touches, I think, is realistic, including receptions. Like, I think that's a yeah. realistic number. Um, very, if, very realistic. On, yes. If if on average he touches the ball. 11 times per game and we say he gets a touchdown maybe once every two weeks so that's an extra three points like you're looking at like in fantasy like you're looking at like 18 points a week after PPR and everything on average mm-hmm. and that's a real like I think that's realistic like I think that's going to have a bigger impact than Mars St. Brown I think he has a higher floor than Bichon because Algier ran for a thousand yards in that offense last year and we still don't know what the wide receiver corps going to look like outside of Drake London. <clears throat> so, if they're, I mean, they did sign some decent players in the secondary for their defense. Atlanta did, but if that defense isn't much improved and they're playing from behind most of the time, now I mean, I mean, Bijan could get a bunch of garbage dump down stats, which is awesome. But I want, I want to, I want to see back because you said Jared Goff was top ten, correct? Top ten, Jared Goff, right? That's. Yeah. I'm just asking. That's what you said, right? I'd say that overall, right now, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, perfect. If we're going by QBR, like, like he is number five. He's he's number five. You want to know who number six is, baby? Right behind him. If you say Danny Daniel Dodge. Jones. No, they actually like <laughs> go, no. Go look at our league. Go look at our league settings, and I think they literally finish right next to each other in our fantasy too. Yeah. So <laughs> so mm-hmm. if we're calling Jared Goff top ten, I want you to put some respect. Hey, um, my Daniel Jones, Daniel Dayball, Jared Goff duo. has thrown for over 3,500 yards multiple times and has been to his Super Bowl. There is still a slight difference. <laughs> um, you're right. Jared Goff <laughs> has done that. Daniel yeah, Jones hasn't Jared thrown Goff for 35 was yet. Was but, horrible um, in that Super Bowl, nonetheless. You know what? Hold on. Has Jared Goff ever rushed for 700 yards in a season? Oh wait, his most has is one oh eight. Jared Goff I'm just ever busted throwing. off an eighty seven yard touchdown and get tripped over by Casper the Ghost. Um, hey, hey, at least right. he didn't butt fumble it, so Yeah, you know what? It is neither fumble. of them. Oh, I know. I know. I'm, I'm saying at least he didn't butt fumble. <coughs> at least they but didn't do that. Mark Sanchez, baby. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I just hey, I just I'd want rather, to throw that funny hey, tidbit all out there. I'm saying all I'm saying is I'd rather trip him over my own feet than run into the center and fumble yeah. the ball. I yeah. agree to that. So, so if the play cost me the game, I want it. The him tripping over himself, I don't think cost me a game just because it happened early in the game. If I remember correctly, exactly. They scored off that drive, I think. But Mark Sanchez's butt fumble literally ended their season. Great, <laughs> <laughs> Mark Sanchez. In the playoffs, that ended in an era. Mm-hmm. That yeah. ended like yeah. the Rex Ryan era in New York. I was gonna say, think of, like I don't like Rex Ryan might be a dummy. He might be crazy. I don't know, but like he knows how to coach defense. Like. Their defense was so good that they brought Mark Sanchez to the to the playoffs. <laughs> to the NFC yeah. Championship multiple yeah. times. Three times, I want to say. Uh, I was going to say, if it, was, if, it, if it wasn't for Peyton and Brady, they would, have, they would have got through. It was twice, I, I think. think. so. It was, two, it was at least two. They might have been three. I, I know think the one year they made it was when Brady tore his ACL. 
That's the year they won the division. That's what. So, quick question. Any hope for the Packers? Or are we all saying they're going to be last in the division? Packers I, didn't have a great draft. They didn't have a great free agency. I think that their swing is, like, massive. I think they could have three wins this year. Mm-hmm. I think they could have, like, 11 wins this year. I just don't know. Like, so I'm putting them at fourth, but I wouldn't be surprised if they creeped up the division. I'm, I'm going to put them right at last. I was going to say, if right Jordan, the last their time defense the was quiet. The playoffs was 2010 when they lost the conference championship. Yeah. <laughs> Which is when Brady injured, got injured. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm. someone's got to take the enough. fourth spot. I don't think it's the Vikings. I think it's the Packers. I think the Packers – with the pitiful draft and free agency. Um, I, I think it's going to be the Vikings just because they have Kirk Cousins. They'll be third. I will smack you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I have Kirk Cousins. I know. He, he wants to sell but high. He is the most hate, hated fantasy asset of all time. Where he actually finishes year in and year out, he is worth a certain level just comparatively comp- to what all the other players that finish in that range – Garner, but no one ever pays it, and it's yeah. dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course not. So, uh, anyways, just, of course I, I just not. Think that the Vikings going to finish above the Packers just because they have Kirk Cousins. That's all. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I, I think, think that's going to be the biggest reason. I like the Packers taking Van Ness and Lucas Jaden Reed. Iowa, yeah. uh, but that's about it. I mean, they had a lot of picks in this draft, like a lot. So, a first round, two seconds, a third, a fourth. Two fifths, two six, four sevenths. And it took Typically two those sevens in the don't first always, three rounds. Yeah, don't always work out because they let Robert Tanya go. And guess what? He went to a division rival, which hilarious to me. Um, yeah, I mean, Alizar to the Jets, Randall Cobb is done, Robert Tanya to the Bears, uh, Jared Reed to the Seahawks, Dean Lowry mm-hmm. to the Vikings, another division rival. And their key additions – Travasius Moore from the 49ers and they re-signed Eric Wilson and Rudy Ford. Like that I really, that yep. was their offseason for the Bears. Hideous. They the Vi- that was the Packers. Packers. The Packers. Yeah, sorry, Packers. Packers. My bad. No, see, I think Yeah, you're bad. So don't wrong, bad. I do think that on paper the Bears had the best def- had the best defense in the league. But I think mm-hmm. that adding like what the Lions added in the offseason in Cam Sutton and then also getting Chauncey Gar- uh, Johnson Gardner, he who is p- ranked PFF wise was like top three safety in the entire league last year, and I think led the entire league in interceptions last year. Mm-hmm. And then drafting Brian Branch, like on paper, the Lions probably have a top five secondary now. Yeah, and and the reason I the Lions defense stepped it up big, like their offense performed all season long outside of a couple blunders, but their defense was night and day difference the second half when they made that run and they've gotten better i jack campbell like one of their issues early on in the season was tackling efficiency and they Mm -hmm. attacked that head on jack campbell has led the country in tackles the last two seasons the leading tackler and then brian branch has the highest tack uh Completed Tackles. tackle perc- percentage in the country. In the secondary. Yeah, yeah right? he's going to have a so, hell of a So like you've got arguably, like, numbers-wise, the two greatest, like, best tacklers in the entire nation over the past couple seasons. Like, that mm-hmm. – and I, th- I think J- – and Jack Campbell, if you look at – like, there's a there's a, a chart that was put out for all of his measurables and, like, stats-wise, where he finished up. Like, he's, like, <laughs> Luke Keekley 2.0. So, like, let me Does say something real quick. Mention we're talking about total. top five – we're talking about top five defenses right here. Da 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 da. I mean, I the like... Lions have a top five deep defense overall, but I think they have okay. something coming. I th- I, they were dead last in defense over, like for the entire season last year. They were closer to the middle range for the second half if you exclude the first uh, half of the season. But I think they finished towards the middle of the pack for the entire season this year. Gotcha. That, that seventeen yeah, to twenty range, I think. Because I was gonna say, what about my Steelers? <laughs> <laughs> nah. You know, like that. They nice. got, they got Patrick Peterson. You know, like we we were just talking about how big of a loss that was for Minnesota. That's a big mm-hmm. plus for the Steelers. They got, mm-hmm. they got, you know, Joey Porter. You know, like so, like when we're looking at like talk about teams in top five defenses, like I don't think 
the Bears defense competes with the Steelers right now, if you want me to be honest. I just think that there are a couple things that they haven't proven or that need to be stronger. What do you think they're lacking, then, to be able to keep with the Steelers defense? Here we go. I will compare them by, by side by side. All right, bet. Watcher. And then Steelers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Jack Campbell. So, Travis, you think he's going to be in the rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year conversation then? Campbell? Yeah, I like a lot. Yeah. So, Do you think it's going to win it, though? Maybe. It depends on how the cornerbacks play in the draft, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they're really good cornerbacks. Like, if one of them get, like, five-plus interceptions and, like, ten pass breakups, like, they're going to win it, no doubt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, true. All right, so then for fantasy purposes, where are you taking Jameer Gibbs, guys? In Dynasty. In a Dynasty? If I have a top five, like, like, are, you talking about, are you talking about rookie draft or a startup draft? Why do you say dynasty? So rookie, Travis. Just a rookie draft? Okay. Well, if you just say dynasty, it doesn't necessarily mean rookie draft. It can be a startup for a dynasty. Oh, it's not being difficult, you child. Um, yeah, if it's just a rookie draft, top five. If it's a startup draft, second round, third round. All right, all right 101. You taking more of a Bijan? Maybe not quite. No, okay. I would I would choose him in the top three. I um, I'd take him over. Bichon. So it's a, you would take right, him over. Shane over Bijan, Travis. Because I'm on, of the, I'm, on, I'm on the fence about it overall, just for like, because I think don't get me wrong, I think Gibbs has a better season this year, but like total career right now, there's more playmakers on the Lions' offense than Malsafid, and it's only gonna get more once Jameson comes back from suspension. That's the, that's my only concern. For so you're like, taking Bijan. I mean, there's at this moment I slightly lead Bijan just because I like build for the future, but mm-hmm. I'm so close that like one more juicy report from camp could would sway me <laughs> from for oh like Justice Hill or Justin Hill. Damn it, Ben! I was gonna say that. Yeah, Justin Hill. I was gonna bring that back no, up. So, like, for the for the Lions though, right here, I someone to talk about that was Sam Laporta, their tight end that they drafted from Iowa. Mm-hmm. What about him? He is going to be – last season, the Lions used a rotation of three different tight ends during the season once Hawkinson left, mm-hmm. and they didn't use Hawkinson that much. They're going to use Laporta a lot, and he's been shining right now in camp. He's the number one tight end. He's going to be starting. It's not going to be necessarily the same rotation. Mm-hmm. The t- Lions tight ends, uh, comp- the three tight end rotation after Hawk left, so like the second half of the season, was like uh, Brock Wright and all of them, they uh, combined for 12 touchdowns and like oh, – a hundred targets, like they were feasting in the red zone. So you think and he gets like a hundred plus? He's gonna. I think he's gonna get a lot of targets. And just to put something into perspective, I was head coach Brian Ferentz like this week's in a statement asking about Laporta. I've coached some players. I've coached some good players. I don't think you guys are going to get me to lose my composure here. But Sam Laporta is as good a football player as I've ever coached. Probably mm-hmm. the best one. All right, so then where would you take him in our league? And he's coached. He coached George Kittle. Where would you take him in our league then? Laporta. Mm-hmm. I think it. Okay, so two seasons in a row. Yeah, say something you're, stupid you're, you're, right here. Your dad last season at one ten took. Trey McBride. Trey McBride at one ten. Obviously, the best tight end in the draft last year, but he's not. But your dad would have. T- should have taken him at the 2-8-2-10 range if he really wanted him because he would have been there. Mm-hmm. Um, the season before that, Kyle Pitts went to by like fifth overall. Yeah, fucking stupid. And I mean, well, he had a great rookie pick. season. So like his rookie season almost made up for it, but the blunder did not. After that, if he bounces back this year, it'll almost be justified. But if he doesn't, then it's no, very questionable. It would still be no. justified. Yeah. Ben's wrong. Well, I, I think Laporta deserves to go. Like you have picked two oh three, Ben. I'm comfortable taking Laporta there and our 10 Great, come trade for it. Here's the thing with the Bears versus the Steelers. The reason I, I might. pick out the Steelers. I just might. I got Alex because Madison. I think, this, I think the Steelers are like round four or five. So if you're looking at a defense and, then and you, you say they're top five, the... you have to say that they're as good as the Steelers. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm specifically picking them out. Um, 
so like I don't think the front seven in Chicago is as good. They have a good front four, but like is it as good as like Larry Yogan Joby, Keanu Benton potentially, like if we're following his college shape, and Cameron Hayward, mm-hmm. like no. Then you look at their linebacking core, they got TJ Edwards, Tremaine Edmonds, and Jack Sanborn. And you look at the Steelers linebacking core, you got TJ Watt and Alex mm-hmm. Highsmith. So just right there, we're already above, I would say. And then you yeah, also have a Landon Roberts and Cole Holcomb, like who are both like very good players. Could you could you and, imagine like if no injury happens, that third spot is either Ryan Shazier or Devin Bush? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, know, I know I've brought that up the, when we did the AFC North, but like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not a Steelers fan, but I love Shazier. I love him. Yeah, I, I I'm, I'm a fan of I'm a fan of what of what the Steelers stand on because. They, I they truly believe they what, what they did for Shazier post-injury, I truly believe they're the only organization in football that would have done that for him. They paid for all of his surgery, paid for all of his rehab, paid for everything. Pretty much guaranteed. It pretty much said we're still going to give you your contract. Kind of like what the Dodgers did. And aren't they having him try to help coach too? Yeah. Is that kind still of. happening? I, I, I don't think I, so, I truly no. I truly believe like pure linebacker. I'm not going to include TJ Watt and Micah Parsons as linebackers in this in the statement. But like true linebackers, I think right now if Shazier never got hurt, like it's a toss up between him and mm-hmm. Fred Warner, who's the best linebacker in football. Yeah, he was he was Shazier, damn good. Shazier yeah. was like I. Here's the thing with Shazier. I think Fred Warner is your prototypical like standard back like linebacker you know your standard mike he's got that big bulky frame he's not necessarily the fastest but he can cover tight end routes very efficiently because he understands what routes he's going against but like with shazier i'll wrap up the steelers talk because i know we're on nfc north i'm sorry um no you're good good. good. i I like this the thing is with shazier was i think he was potentially the type of player to redefine a position and i think like if shazier stayed healthy and devin bush came in and like let's say that that case scenario still happened where they got Devin Bush at that pick and whatever I think Shazier would have taught Devin Bush enough where we would have had two Shazier type players in the Steelers line defensive linebacker core and like that would just be dominant and we're talking about a meta defining type duo if they both stayed healthy I I, I agree with that statement because like Fred Warner is gonna like at his trajectory is gonna end up being a Hall of Famer as long as he plays long enough but yep. there, I don't think he's like. So like each generation, like it went from Ray Lewis just for like some two thousand cents. I'm not gonna go all the way back, but like went Ray mm-hmm. Lewis, and then like the second tier guy, not second tier, but the next best players that all made the Hall of Fame. Still, this is where I'd put Front Warren. He's like the Brian Erlacher, who would have been the Brian Erlacher of this generation, or the Zach Thomas. Yep. And whereas so like it went Ray Lewis, then Patrick Willis, Luke Keekley. Bobby Wagner as like the top dog linebacker in the league, and I think mm-hmm. he was the next one to take the torch from Wagner, but yeah. we didn't get to see it. And I think Fred Warner's the the Brian Urlacher or the Navarro Bowman, the second guy, third guy. Yeah, and and it's sad because Sher- mm. he's so good. But yeah, you like you watch all twenty two film of that Steelers era defense. Like he covers so much field, like in zone coverage, especially in like a Tampa two set, like. He's able to cover like from inside hash to inside hash effectively. <laughs> like it was insane. Mm-hmm. You like he ran like a four four forty like or it might have been sub four four. Um, just and his awareness was unkeen. Like you, I've never seen a linebacker with such good awareness. You know, like he had that wiry, quick, like almost cornerback frame, but he was tall enough and muscular enough that he had enough bulk to help in the run too. Anyways. Back to the NFC North, like, <laughs> you know, like looking at free agency and Oof. looking at draft, like my order personally would go Lions, and I got them taking mm-hmm. 12 wins, Bears taking 10 wins, Vikings taking 8 wins, and Packers, as I said, I'm putting them at fourth, but I wouldn't be surprised if they won the division either. They're ah. the biggest toss up in the NFL right now. Now, my, mine is close to yours. Just switch the Lions 
and the Bears. So the Lions yeah. get the ten wins, the Bears get the twelve. Just because right, so the Lions do I, Lions. I things. think I think I would in love totality, the Lions, the Lions added more impact slightly, just slightly. But I think what tosses it over the edge for Chicago is that the pure value that they got out of the one oh one is just asinine. So <laughs> they win off that alone. <laughs> Here's they, the thing, right, though, so too. They like, did a lot with those picks. That's the important thing. When I'm looking at the Lions offseason, like, they got David Montgomery, sure, whatever. They got Graham Glasgow, which solid guard, very good guard, you know, depth piece. Mm-hmm. Cameron Sutton, who could be a number one corner on half the league, they got him. Emmanuel Mosey, like, he's a very good cornerback, especially in the slot. But my favorite signing that they made was C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Like yep. you want to oh, talk about getting your safety position set up? We you got get Tracy to play Walker CJ. coming back. We got Kirby <laughs> Joseph that we kept, and well, then we draft Brian it. Branch too. Like, oh my! You got you got CJ Gardner Johnson, who is one of the best cover one safeties in the NFL. Just the past season or two, he hasn't been able to play cover one as much because he's been playing in a lot of Tampa two and cover four type sets. And he's still um, and he's still <laughs> produced. He's still good, but he's best in these cover one scenarios. And you got Brian Branch who's a great run support safety and can play man coverage really well as well. So, like, you have a safety tandem just out of nowhere in Detroit. You have a great secondary now in Detroit. Like, you, you, we're you talking have, about... And, and our, our second-string safety tandem could be starting <laughs> tandems for other teams in the league, and Kirby Joseph and Tracy Walker. Yeah. I think, like, Tracy's going to be a starter. And dime sets are covered. He was... Tracy probably start early on over Brian, but I can see us throwing three safeties out there, especially since we're not as deep nickel, at corner. In nickel and dime and nickel. sets, I think that so, they're going yeah. to be running a lot we're, of zone. We're, we're, I think Branch will be out there a lot with Tracy and you CJ. You want to know what I You're want to also Tampa keep in mind? In Detroit this season. What? A mm-hmm. slot corner that's going to come out for Detroit, uh, even though he doesn't really play a whole lot of slot. Harris? And F.A. 2 Melifanu. The six foot three corner they got two years mm-hmm. ago in the draft in the third round from Syracuse, from Syracuse, Syracuse, Syracuse. I had saliva building up from Syracuse. <laughs> Be careful! I mm-hmm. think he could actually pop out this year and prove that he is a starting caliber slot corner. I don't think he's going to be taking the X guy or anything like that. But for again, their defense and doing a lot, especially with. That's why the Detroit Lions are my pick to win the division, baby. (laughs) Stop. Shut the fuck. If I could kick you, I would. (laughs) I think he'll do better than James Houston for the slot corner. I think he'll take that place. All right. So to circle back real quick to the the Packers. And this guy right here finishes top five in the league in sacks. Bold take. I don't think that's bold, honestly. Anyways, to circle back to the Packers for fantasy purposes, are you guys wanting either like Jordan Love? Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, or is the only I, one you really want is Aaron Jones. I, Color I'm, me I'm, pink and call me a lover, cause Jordan Love, baby. <sighs> I was gonna make a whole thing, but you know what's weird is that my I first PSA uh, ten card I almost <laughs> bought was a pink mosaic Jordan Love, and you said Color <laughs> me pink, and I just showed that PSA. 10. <laughs> so. Um, no, I, I'm high on Jordan Love because, again, the Packers and QBs and having a history of this. But for, like, fantasy, mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't mind still holding on to Aaron Jones, Watson, maybe even Dobbs and Reed, like, holding and scene. But it's not like someone – like, if I'm in a startup season-long draft, not a dynasty, I'm not going mm-hmm. out in the draft and taking any of them besides Jones. Like, I'm letting Chris Washington fall to the 11th round and then grabbing him. Okay. Or die. So, so I, I, like, I kind of like the addition of Jaden so Reed for Michigan State. So, I like the rest it. of them, you just kind of drafting putting really on, your, on your bench, right. basically. So, like, Aaron Jones is the only one I'd take in the top four rounds. If they let Everyone Jordan else. throw and Jordan Love isn't as bad as some people think he's going to be, I think Jaden Reed's going to be a very underrated prospect because I'm played at Michigan State, go blue. I hate to say stuff about positive about Michigan State and Ohio State, but like this is true from watching tape. If Jaden Reed played at any, like, say Jaden Reed played at Ohio State or or Oklahoma or Texas, somebody with a QB, I think Jaden Reed would have been a top three wide receiver in this like in this draft. I think he's similar to Sky Moore that way. He's mm-hmm. he's good. Jaden Reed's good, dude. He torched yep. us, bro. 
He torched Michigan. Oh, I wasn't disagreeing. I was like, the, <laughs> and we and we the, had a really good secondary. The Sky Moore pick, <laughs> and they had really good ass <laughs> cheeks for a QB. I I don't <laughs> care. For ass cheeks Thor- didn't Sky do justice. Worse than Thorn is <laughs> Thorn was bad. But Jay, oh, Jay yeah. Reed's good. Jay watch Sky Moore break out this season, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, you want I'll, to talk about I'll a stud? Keep you watching his route running. Year and the year Sky after, and the next. You want to trade me Sky Moore for two seconds? I, I have Sky Moore. I, ain't I would take that in a heartbeat if I was you, Shane. <laughs> Sky Moore for two I don't seconds. have two seconds, so he's just going to get bubble money. <laughs> <laughs> I liked I the hate coming out of it. He he reminds hey. me very esque of a route-running contest catch, kind of like Stefan Diggs, mm-hmm. kind of like an Adam Thielen, kind of no. like – yeah. I, no, you watch. He's not going to burn you. He's, I, I, yes, he will. I don't what? think there's going to be. No, somebody. not Sky Moore. Jalen Reed. Jalen oh, Reed. Yes. Jaden Reed. Yes, Jaden Reed. No, no, Sky Moore. He's the burner. Yeah. But Reed is, like I said, more of a route running technician, contested catch, mm-hmm. gonna beat you on those things rather than he's, just burn by you. I, I like this. Is I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say that he's. This guy, but like he's plays similar similarly to what DeAndre Hopkins did. Like Reed does. Mm. So I think he has that kind of potential. I don't think he has that kind of potential. It's the way he plays reminds me of right. that. I'm not, oh, okay. like, but not. I'm not so gonna, he's the I'm not gonna compare a guy who's never played a single snap of NFL football <laughs> to a guy who is arguably number one at his peak during his era. Yeah. <laughs> so so he's the Aldi yeah. brand yeah, DeAndre right. Hopkins. <laughs> The, the, less the great value. That's great. Less than off-brand version of DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well. All right. So, the, so what so about what? the Bears? Fantasy-wise. Fantasy-wise? Oh, give me that Fields money Joseph all Fields. day. All day. Fields and more? Top five. Fields and more? Top five quarterback this season. Justin Fields. Uh, I'll take Fields more. Um, I don't like that and Josh then Allen's on I'll the cover of Madden, though. Johnson <laughs> in the later half. So I let like, him fall, like and I pick like him up third off the waiver wires. The only reason I hate this oh, podcast okay. is because I was hoping you guys weren't picking up on Johnson's team, and I pretty much sold it to you guys, but you probably I already knew about yeah. it. Yeah. We already knew about Roshan Johnson. So I, I'm taking Fields in the first three. Pretend you didn't. I'm taking DJ Moore in the first five. I'm taking Darnell in the first ten. I'm taking Johnson in the first 15. All right, what about the rookie, Jeff? Where are you taking Johnson? Third, fourth round? Uh, second. I I will probably scoop Johnson up in the second because I'm not risking him falling in the third. Again, I said at, there's you three take, new you, rookies. So would you take him at two hundred three? Pick two hundred three over Sam Laporta? Yes, hundred ten percent. Not even a question. That's fair. Yep, hundred ten percent. I he's the one leaning. I'm leaning towards that two hundred three um, because I have plenty of third round picks that I also have guys playing mm-hmm. for. But in this division, like I said, Johnson three rookie Miller, running backs. Oh. Ooh. Mm, that's a good question. A Johnson, like Johnson, you said this sure. year maybe John. I think Johnson has the advantage, but I think long term it's pretty damn even. Well, Kendra Miller went to the Saints, right? So if it's yeah. even and he has one yes. better year, then that's the one I'd rather take, right? Yeah, I, I gotta go. I gotta go, Johnson. Packs. Now, out Still. of all the, the rookie running backs in this division, he wouldn't be my number one. Um, obviously, Jameer Gibbs and then McBride, because I think McBride will beat out Alex Madison. And then, oh, no, you know what, McBride or Johnson? I'm going to go Johnson right, Mc- just over McBride. McBride by win, then. Just just because Mc- there's, Mc- there's still Mc- a potential McBride chance for the – I, I think uh, Johnson over McBride just because there's a real chance for them to start out as a committee to see who's got what in Chicago, whereas there's more of a chance of them force-feeding Madison early on. Right, exactly. Uh, so I take McBride in the third round for sure. Like, I think I have the 302 or something. No, no, oh, I, I mean, could like have McBride. that. <laughs> when is McBride going to beat Madison by? Oh, for the oh starting roles, what week? I think he's going to take it over. Yeah. Okay, so over under by week. Do you think it's going to be before the bye week or after? Oh, well, their bye week's late in the season, too. Yeah, like it's like week 13. 10 or 11. Week 13. So it's oh, a late okay. one. So, right, so, so I'm going to go before. before. I was going to say week, week 10. Alex Matt's so over week baby. 8. Over week 8. Okay. I think they give them 
six weeks just automatically Madison, so, so, and then so he's going to have a couple on, good games. And then, so, so you're high on McBride, so you wouldn't be a buyer for Madison. Who in this part? Who, who in this uh, podcast is a buyer for Madison? Me. I know. I know Stewart is. I think. I think he's going to be the guy that gets the most carries this season. But I, I think. I think that he'll just take Davin Cook's role, and that's what's yeah. going to happen. You know, I think. You know, he's less of an explosive runner than See, Cook, but he's going to get the opportunity. Yeah, that, exactly. Yes. So, I would I buy Madison still. Like, I'm not opposed to, but I, I, but I wouldn't be the, willing to pay a high price. That's the I don't want the price Travis is going to charge me. I want to ask crazy amounts. I mean, Stewart asked what for Madison. I said Eckler, but I obviously look more on top. I'm not just going to do Madison for Eckler straight up. If you can get mm-hmm. that to swing, swing, baby. But I, I'm, 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 I'm throwing more on top. Obviously, I know that's ridiculous. I would cry. But good cry. But like realistically, like just Madison, his value. I'd if it's a decent first, like something that's one hundred five to one hundred seven. Not this upcoming draft, like a future pick that potentially has that. Then that's probably what I take. Just I don't care. Well, you just... sent me your first round in twenty twenty six, so. <laughs> I had, I, so, so it's I just Pittman, send you the second, and, and I just send you the second for, Madison for Pittman. Yeah, yeah, we can work something. <laughs> oh God! I might think about that actually because I keep first. <laughs> <laughs> Which you're going to trade anyways, so exactly. That's why I'm thinking hey, about hey. it. <laughs> Hey, the deal's not done yet. Nothing's official till it happens. Austin doesn't like anything that potentially makes my team slightly deeper because I become more I? of a threat. Why would hey, I? I will admit, I th- I'm paper right now. You should beat me. Oh, yeah, oh! Do you guys see but my name? If I pull do, a trade or two this? off, it's close. This right here. Should have been four time, but that fourth ring escaped. God. God. I don't want to say escape yeah. because I'm happy for your situation now. Yeah, a lot better now. A so, lot better now. Um, speaking of my situation, I am in full rebuild. Everyone, full rebuild. I have just picks. My my top player, I think, is Justin Fields. You're welcome. Everyone you should kind have of agree picks. with that. You're welcome. Oh, you fucked yourself. I, I traded Josh, Josh yeah. Allen just to spite Austin. So everyone knows in the world, podcast, I no. fully fucked my team but to spite thank Austin. You. Thank you for Josh no, Allen I, back. I, I, I'm talking about the, all your trades before then. It should have been had a lot more picks. Oh, yeah, like know. the Barkley trade, that and that. I was tired of winning. I needed something to do. Rebuild. Yeah, so you should have had a lot more picks. I should have. Then you do But now. we both know Nick and my father aren't coming off picks this year, so I was just like, eh. You know what I mean? <laughs> you fucked yourself. You fucked yourself. Plain and simple. I'm still salty about Josh Allen, but that's fine. That's, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Alrighty, so thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Go ahead, hit the like, subscribe, share, comment. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to follow Shane, Derpin Nation on Twitch. We've got the beer koozies hopefully coming soon. We've got oh, they are. They gloves are. up, guns down, which is also another great one. Uh, who's always at our back. Constantly yep. hop on our Facebook. We're posting a lot of things. TikTok's still going up. We're gonna, we got to Twitch ourselves, so we'll be streaming games. So come play with uh, the guy who's way too good at uh, Rocket League. And then come drink a beer and play some Valorant with me. We have. I'll, I, I can play some Val. All right, all right, Travis, send us out. Fuck, Ben. Fuck. You can't catch me off guard like that. Every when he time. when he does that, I'm already depressing. Like, no, 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 no. You're depressed. There's a difference. That's why I'm drinking. <laughs> All right, guys. Send us out. All right. Thank you. Like and subscribe. What Ben said. We out. <laughs>